0: Hello world, I'm Sherilyn, I'm Evelyn, and I'm
1: Hannah.
0: This is Tipsy Broad History, and let's talk about some badass bitches in history. (music) Tipsy Broad History, Tipsy Broad History, Tipsy Broad History, Tipsy Broad History,
2: We Tipsy. We are recording. Do I look cute though? Do I look cute Not really.
0: Hello everybody, hello world, hi, hi, (laughs) hi. Can I do
2: it? (laughs)
0: What <laughs> do you do? Oh God! God.
2: Hello world!
0: <laughs> so Did first not- of all, so first of all, do I sound like that? Yes. Did do you I? I she was mimicking me. Hello no. world. It's like it's not. It's hello. like this. Oh, hello world! Oh. That's kind of true. <laughs> no. oh Introduction to the show! What is up, everybody? <laughs> Only it's uh, in early Lechon time, but it here we go. It's early Lechon
2: time, but... <sighs> you know if you're just joining coming. us and you don't know what Lechon time
0: is, first of all, go back a few episodes, there's yeah. not that many. <laughs> <laughs> it really it's And second of all, it's when uh, when, it's when we all get roasted. Apparently it's uh, Let's Roast Sherilyn time. It's, it's so always tam- Let's ri- Roast well, Sherilyn
2: time. That's fine. That's it's according to Hannah, it's always... Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's true. true. We'll need time. to Hanana and Evelynian.
0: <laughs> just roast me whatever the fuck you want. Okay. Anyways. Hi, guys. What's oh. up? Let's go.
2: I'm How sorry it's that it's so y'all. late in the day yeah. that we're okay. recording. But it's fine. But it's fine. Oh. Here we are. We do changing. not have a special drink today because I'm hungover, so. <laughs> she mm. did her TBH shit last night. Rude. What? Rude <laughs> on <my own. laughs> On her own with my sister, which I guess is fine. It's fine. Oh, yeah, I mean... Cool. Cool. Come on. Yeah. But we are drinking some white claws. Do you see this here? Some white claws. Because there's no law with the white clock. All right. Well, no. you, you cannot drink water. Hannah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to drink, but I, I think I'm going to mostly be drinking water. All right. So. All right. Well, um, my
0: drink of choice today, if you know, you know. If you, you don't go to episode one. Mr. Patron himself. Oh, so here's a here's a live, and it's not live, but it is right now, so technically if you're listening to it, it happened. It happened. I'm talking to the future.
2: Okay, cheers.
0: Cheers. Live shots.
2: Cheers. Wah, media. wah, 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 wah. Oh. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, you don't even
0: have a chaser. Oh, no. Okay. Hold go. on. Let me take a sip of this agua. My way, I like to drink, take a shot of Patron, and then chase it with Coke. Mm-hmm. That's the best way if you listen to our...
2: I First
0: think that's episode, episode one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's the best way to to shop this, to cool All right. Anyways, uh, who's
1: presenting today, and uh, what are we talking about? Who are we talking about? Oh, oh,
0: hang out with so yes, TBH time. So right. it is it is um, shit show, Cheryl and Hour, and <laughs> we are going to be talking about yo, listen, yo, okay. shit that you don't think about. Yes. Like, you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm, out.
2: I'm out. I'm out. I'm being roasted left and right. Y'all hearing this live. I'm so sorry, go ahead. When what TBH turns into TB, no H, you know why? <laughs> You were it here first, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so sorry. You guys okay. can get out of my house now. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> you guys, we really do like each other. I promise. I promise.
0: So, where am I? I haven't even had shots today. No, yes, I just you did. Just one. What are we talking about? Oh, shit, you don't think about. You right. your face. Everything around you. How it got here. <laughs> Everything around <laughs> you. Everything around you. How did it get here? How did it start? Did it just poof into thin air? So we take things like wireless communication for granted. You know, right. you don't really know, like, how how did it start, how did it get here, but you know just at some point in time, it was created. But y'all want to know who created it? Oh, <laughs> a motherfucking woman! Yay! So I will say she she co she came up with the idea of it initially, mm-hmm. and then a male who I'll get into. I'm not gonna say his name just yet, but he came in and he entered her life and helped her with it. So they were co creators mm-hmm. with the initial idea. Being was her. That's her. awesome. That Holy is cow! Freaking I never knew that. Yeah. Side note of one of the things that I liked about you know that I like about creating this podcast is even though like. I'm going to be honest, researching is a pain in the ass. I never yeah, liked researching yeah. in college. I actually Same. took a research psychology class, and I wanted to just every day, like, shh, bang my head up against the wall, because
2: I just didn't enjoy yeah.
0: research psychology. My brain right. doesn't go that way, but once you start to get to learn everything, and all the stuff you learn, it's like, oh my god, this shit looks crazy, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, um, <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> Oh my god. So. Who did this? Who was the v- yes. inventor slash pioneer of wireless communication? Her name. Who changed our lives? Who changed our lives? Her name was Heidi. 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 Heidi spell that shit? H e d y. Heidi. Heidi. That's what it is. Thank you. Gorgeous. Hedy Lamar. Yeah, she is beautiful, and that will you know that we'll talk about that as well. Ooh. But so it's so wild. Like, how did I not know that a woman like Pretty pioneered cool. this? <laughs> this this invention is. The soul but maybe not the sole reason, mm-hmm. but it's it's the foundation of why we have GPS, wireless communication, Damn. Bluetooth, all of that. Phones oh yeah, too. Yeah, right? phones, like yeah. all the, the frequency waves. Damn. And but you know what? I feel like I feel like this makes sense. You know, it was a woman that created it and she's like hudda, hudda, hudda. I'ma get in contact with you, I'ma find you. So I need a way. I'm just kidding. That's true. not why she created it. but yeah, That's exactly what. Exactly exactly we gonna
1: find you. <laughs> it's like you You don't call I know. me. You yeah. don't send a pigeon. You don't do you don't nothing. Send a fucking pigeon. <laughs> so I'm gonna get a hold of you.
0: And I'm gonna find a way. <laughs> uh, it actually has nothing to do with that. It, it actually has to do with military. So that's even like a more awesome. Oh wow. Okay. But, uh, I want to start you off with a quote that she said. Inventions are easy for me to do. I don't have to work on ideas. They come naturally. So, Dang. All right. Hedy Lamarr. She was <laughs> born Hedwig Eva Kessler in Vienna, Austria. And she was born on November 9th, 1914. She's an Austrian-American actress. She was actually labeled the most beautiful woman in the world. She is freaking, freaking gorgeous. gorgeous. And I read and... Look at her face, because mm-hmm. I read, I don't know if this is true, but Walt Disney himself was so taken by her beauty. <gasps> Snow White. Yes! Oh! She is Snow yes. White! It said oh that he crap. used her as, like, inspiration Did to create her. Just yes. like Snow White, guys, does. go
1: look that up. Especially yeah. this picture. Hedy Lamar, yeah. look her up.
0: So, I when Hedy it. was a child, she was always curious, she was taking things apart just to see how it worked, she'll put them back together. I feel you, Hedy. Um, just to see how it worked as, like, a fully functioning machine, which yeah. is pretty cool. And this could actually be attributed to her dad. Now, according Mm -hmm. to an article that I read from nationalwomenhistory.com, which, by the way, that website has been so helpful. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you guys use that in your research, but I always go back and reference that website because you can find anybody. But according to that website, she stated that her dad, and I quote, inspired her to see the world with open eyes, Mm -hmm. end quote. Mm -hmm. He was very curious, and he passed that on to her as well. Uh, They would discuss things. This is crazy. Like, at five years old... You know, at such a young age, it would discuss things like the inner workings of machines, such as a printing press and streetcars. Oh I mean, wow! What five-year-old <laughs> has, has the intention <laughs> to be like, "Yes, yeah. father, that's amazing." <laughs> I don't know why she was British. <laughs> <Why is> she <laughs> British.
2: British?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: I don't know, but you know, to stay so focused on that, but that just—I think that just shows—just her brain was just. Totally right. just brilliant. Incredible. You know, it's like, <clears throat> on one hand, I like the idea, <laughs> I like the idea of challenging a child, but then I'm like, yo,
2: let the kid be a kid. But I don't yeah. think she
0: was really ever a kid, because just how she or thought. Or
2: maybe it was just, like, her dad realized that she was interested in it. So True. They yeah. talk True. To her about- so,
0: even though she was a freaking genius, incredibly, you know, ahead of her time, uh-huh. she was also really beautiful. She was gorgeous, and as uh, as, yeah. as
2: you knew. Right. She's like, uh, what you think the old Hollywood... Yeah. Actress would be. She looks exactly exactly like that. She
1: literally looks just like Snow White. So picture Snow White, and that's her.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she, but she actually thought, you know, she, she knew she was beautiful, but she wanted to, she was smart, and she knew she was really smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she knew that she wouldn't be taken seriously as far as her intelligence goes, because of her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she actually said, my face has been my misfortune. It oh. has attracted six unsuccessful marriage partners. It has attracted oh. all the wrong people into my boudoir.
2: Boudoir. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's boudoir. too. <laughs> my boudoir.
0: And brought me tragedy and heartache for five decades. My oh. face is a mask oh. that I cannot remove. I must mm-hmm. always live with
2: it. I curse it. Oh. So, I mean, that kind of oh. sucks. You yeah, know? No. I get that, though. Like, I feel like people... Don't take women seriously to begin with, and then to add on top of that, like if you're pretty, then it's like you can't possibly be smart, right? Right. right. There's
0: that preconceived notion uh, that if you're pretty, I think. Well, first of all, let me back up and say you're all beautiful. Yeah. You know, you're all beautiful. But if you get put into that like in box the world
2: standards of beauty, yes, you know what I mean? Yes. You know. If
0: you get put into that standard societal box, mm-hmm. then you're automatically have this label of um, I don't wanna say bimbo, but you're beautiful and that's really as good as it gets. You know, you right. can't really you you can be a model, you can do this, you can do that, but as far as anything that requires you to use that intelligence, you got none. Which yeah. kind of sucks, you know. Right. In a nineteen sixty nine interview, that I was watching. It was a late night talk show and it was with Woody Allen and some dude named Merv. Mm-hmm. Don't know his name. Don't at me. I don't care. Merv from the 60s. Yeah, what a name, right? Merv. <laughs> so they were the hosts, and this interview actually made me uncomfortable. And before I even this was when I initially started my research, mm-hmm. before I even knew her thoughts on beauty and yeah. everything, um I'm watching it and I'm like fuck, these dudes are creepy. Oh. Like, they, they made, it was hella weird um, because they were they were just gawking at her and, like, making oh, these jokes yeah. about her being beautiful, talking about her beauty. And the way she was talking to them, you know, she didn't let it affect her. She was very elegant in, yeah. in her responses. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that they commented on was her jewelry.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he talked about just how, back up, anything that she said was automatically overlooked, and they would uh, trans- turn the conversation into Back her looks her, yeah. and her fame mm-hmm. and um, her jewelry. So um, she had this ring on and mm-hmm. he was like, you know, look at that sparkling, gorgeous ring. How much was it? She's like, bruh, this was a dollar. Yeah. she. It was legit a $1 <laughs> ring. And she's like, I don't care. It's not necessary. Yeah. You thought it was real. So
2: I don't give a fuck, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, and I was just like. I love Same that. Girl, yes. I love how, like, da- I am so attracted to people, like, not, even if it's, like, romantic or, like, mm-hmm. just platonic friends, if they're so down-to-earth like that. Yes. I and mean, that's such an attractive quality right. that I love.
0: All that to, to to say, and it's just gonna be kind of, like, the, the common thing here is I feel like uh, definitely back then a woman's intelligence was overlooked. Right. Um, so and is. overlooked, underestimated, but I think that fuels us as women mm-hmm. to push harder, and to keep going, mm-hmm. and to uh, prove everyone wrong, because we're constantly having to prove ourselves, yes. which is like, <laughs> bleh, Absolutely. I just, you
2: know, I just Draining. yeah so
0: yes, yeah, training—that's that, perfect. So how did how did she get into film? Good question. Thank you guys for asking. <laughs> um, as a child, she took ballet lessons and mm-hmm. piano lessons. Her mom was actually a piano teacher. Ooh! And in her I teens, she went on to study acting under director Max Reinhardt in Berlin. And apparently, Max Reinhardt is just a, a super uber creative, famous director. Uh-huh. So she was like, "Hey yo, I want to be an actress." He's like, "Hey yo." Okay, let's Let's do it. Let's do it. So she started in film when she was 17 years old in Austria. Wow. And she got her big break when she was 19 in a movie called Ecstasy. Okay. <laughs> hey. Now, some fun facts about this film that I loved and I wanted to share. It has nothing to do with her inventions or anything like that, but I thought it was—I um, thought it was fun. So this movie was super risque for its time. Okay. Like oh, a jig. She had some nude scenes. Oh, and really? It showed, yeah, and it showed some um, non-pornographic sex scenes. Okay. Damn. But I'm so I watched this. You well, watch the movie? All, oh, no, not, not the movie, but I saw oh. some clip. But, so, first of all, like, oh my god, sex, that's not real. How scandalous. It was non-pornographic, like, yeah, meaning they didn't show anything. Well, yeah, I mean, it's acting. It's, it's acting. <laughs> but even so, like, sex scenes these days, even in the theaters, like, they'll show them and under the cover, cover, or they'll show the, yeah. the movement of it. Y'all, they show absolutely nothing in this movie. Like, they only show her face. So uh, they show them kissing, okay. and then they show, like, Alluding to the fact that they're about to have sex, but all you see is her face the entire time. Okay. But that was so like people were pissed about that. Shh. Um, as far as the nudity goes, you saw her boobs and her butt. Okay. I mean, it's boobs and a butt. You know, side note: Why do we make such a big deal about sex? I know this has nothing to do with this this yeah. topic, but it's like it's a big deal. Yeah. It I, to me. I just remember growing up, like, my parents, whenever we were watching movies, Mm -hmm. and you may have a different opinion, if that's fine. I don't need your emails telling me otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Or your comments. (laughs) Or your comments. Uh But when, growing up, my parents, you know, anytime we were watching a movie and there were kissing scenes, they would tell me, they would cover my eyes. My parents, same. But the thing (laughs) is, is I grew up so curious about sex Mm -hmm. at a young age, so intrigued, wanting to know, that I looked for it myself. Yeah. And I feel like that is more dangerous than your... Being, like, up front with it. Up front with it, talking about mm-hmm. it, letting them know what it is, mm-hmm. and that it's okay, that it's not wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I feel know. like our parents' age had this, like, stigma where, like, oh, we don't talk about this. We don't, we, like, yeah. just keep it under wraps. That's and like, true. Especially with our parents, it's, like, more, like, religious. Mm-hmm. It's not a negative thing. It's so not don't a negative, make it a negative thing.
0: thing. And I mean, yeah. and this is, let me also preface this with this is, Natural, like natural sex, not not the crazy sex. Not I mean, although there's nothing wrong with if if you're into anything. If it's consensual, risky, yeah. If it's consensual, consensual yes. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. If it's not consensual,
2: it's rape. Yes. <laughs> so
0: so like I. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. And again, just anyways, we we digress. We're going on. A, hey, we're going on a rabbit, rabbit hole. hole. <laughs> but that rabbit hole, I say that because the movie ended up being banned in Germany. Germany! So Germany would be like
2: more like Well this was during the time of Hitler So so Hitler was like
0: This is nasty! He didn't (laughs) talk like that! Imagine if he did, that'd be wild (laughs) But it was shown in America And... In America, it was seen as this work of art. Like, it was very artistic. Um, And it was. Like, it was the clips that I saw were very beautiful and the Mm -hmm. music and and all that. Mm -hmm. But MGM Studios saw this and they were like, yo, she's dope. (laughs) Want her to come to America. And, uh, yeah, they they wanted to sign her. But it didn't didn't start that instantaneously. It was actually a, a, a longer process to get there. So that's the first, you know, that's the first third of her life, and with that being said, Dang, wow. we're going to make shit a little crazier and see how oh, this goes. My oh Can no. you do that again? That sounded really cool. <laughs> oh, let's see if I'll do it. I'll do
2: right here. <laughs> Popping mini bottles in the ice. Cheers. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Y'all, here we go. Oh, shoot! You know, I really wasn't going to drink, but here I am. <sighs> Two Patron shots in. Let's see
0: how this goes. Where was I? All right. So, her first marriage. Now... It's important to note her first marriage because it actually uh, plays a part in her invention. So I'm Ooh. going to mention it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not going to mention all of her marriages. Like she said in the beginning, she was yeah. married six, six times. right? That's not relevant. Mm-hmm. This marriage is relevant, though. So during the same year that Ecstasy was released, she married a guy named Fritz Mandel. Was, was right he right? German? That no. no. Austrian? He was Austrian. Uh, that makes but sense. Mandel was... Super sketch. Super, slipper sketch. So he was a, a munitions manufacturer who sold to the Nazis. Oh. Not that him selling to the Nazis has anything to do with how he treated Haiti, but he was a super controlling asshole. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't let her leave the house, and he even tried to buy all the copies of Ecstasy so that, like, no one else could see her because she, oh yeah, she was naked and she was having quote-unquote, sex. Quote-unquote. Um, but she once said that, I knew very soon that I could never be an actress while I was his wife. He was the absolute monarch in his marriage. I was like a doll. I was like oh a thing, God. some object of art, which had to be guarded and imprisoned, having no mind, no life on its own. Mm, that's disgusting. If I learned anything about homegirl, this girl cannot be tamed. Yeah, <laughs> Let her be free. Like she's yeah. like, no, nah, nah, fuck that. Do you guys uh, do you guys watch Rent? Have you ever seen Rent No, I or think heard so. like the musical? Oh no. my God, she reminds me of Maureen in that song. A tiger in a cage can never see the sun. No, no, I haven't seen that. This demon needs no. her stage name. Okay,
1: <laughs> keep singing so that. You got, you got. This demon needs her
0: stage baby. let's have fun. <laughs> so yeah, and I cannot. have, When I read that, I was just like, really, Girl. really,
2: someone. <laughs> well, but it maybe me. he was like. A little bit like more kind while they're dating or whatever and that's why they got married. married
0: probably yeah. so yeah but this baddie let me tell you how she left it according to history.com she drugged her maid with sleeping oh pills her maid but i'm gonna guess her that's maid? so she didn't get caught like leaving oh. you know so she would just be asleep so <laughs> she drugged her maid she stole her outfit she <laughs> jacked all the jewelry. And quite literally, fled off into the night on the bicycle. This On a bicycle? Bi- on a bicycle. She just fled off into the night. She's like, "Look y'all. <laughs> in, in a maid outfit. In a maid outfit with a shit <laughs> ton of jewelry on her. And she's like, "I'm oh, Not doing this anymore. Um, and she fled to Paris. Okay. And she met up with Louis B. Mayer, who is the head of MGM. Oh, wow. And the rest okay. is, is basically history. She immigrated to the, uh, to the U.S. and became an immediate box office. So she never uh, got sensation. divorced. Basically. No, she did. They did. I'm sorry. Yes. Eventually, they did did get divorced. But she had to deuce out. Like She's like, I
1: gotta go. Yeah.
0: So, why did I bring up her marriage? Well, first of all, it's her history. And it's important to know. But also... Mandel was doing some shady shit with the Nazis, Mm -hmm. and she also had to play host to the dinners. Like, Uh, she had to host it, serve, Mm -hmm. do everything. And when she fled from Austria, she not only left with, you know, like, her dignity and her pride, Mm -hmm. but she took the knowledge she gained from those dinner table conversations that she was forced to host of wartime weaponry.
2: Oh, my Dang. goodness. Okay. So, during
0: all of that, she learned a bunch of shit about missiles and torpedoes and just by listening, you know, catching on. And she, on. like, because retained all this yes. information? and I'm assuming they were like, oh, she's just the wife, you know, she's yeah, not gonna think about this. Yeah. No, that bitch
2: was like, ha, <laughs> ha, well, Let me write it down. What <laughs> did you say? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so. Very detailed diary. For me, it just goes in one ear and out the way. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> Damn,
0: Hetty. Yeah, she was, Cause she's just she's just like and I bet one because I think it was sketch she was probably like um I'm I want to hear this yeah. to see what's going on but two that type of shit intrigued her mm-hmm. so she probably just and she probably had nothing else to do with, probably pretend to like, read like, in the corner exactly listen. like yeah. I'm gonna go get pour y'all a drink the fuck y'all talking about <laughs> so another important relationship in um, Haiti's life was with Howard Hughes mm-hmm. and he was an aviation tycoon
2: mm-hmm. uh, they
0: were both creators and inventors, and he supported and her encouraged her natural ability to invent, which was awesome. Okay. Was um, this the co-creator of the thing? No, 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 oh, we're okay. not there yet. Oh, okay. uh, this was just someone that kind of uh, like helped her in her journey as an inventor, okay. inspired her, wow. um, and I uh-huh. think pushed her to keep creating. Mm-hmm. And But it's funny because she said he was the worst lover that she <laughs> ever had. But I think they connected on a different, on Like an intellectual, intellectual level. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I guess we're dating, but we,
2: we, we vibe. Yeah, we be vibing. We're it, it, it. Here we good. Him ago. Yeah. I, was like, I love that he like, that. as a man was, and back in that period was encouraging her to be yeah. like in science. Yes, things.
0: yes, and I think it was so different, you know, for a woman to not only be beautiful, but to also show who she truly is. Right, yeah. Then. So, and I she was a force to be reckoned with, man. Like, I've, I'm going to assume the reason why she was married six different times is probably very intimidating
2: yeah. to be
0: with her because you... During she's that so time, accomplished. Yes, yes yeah. she's so smart, and I can only imagine what dinner table conversations are like. You know, like <laughs> with her, yeah. Hey, you know, did you know that the atom of this mechanical thing, with blah, 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 and all the numbers, <laughs> and science, and math, I'd be like, oh my god, okay, <laughs> um, I twerked on a wall today. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I did. That's yeah. what I did. Uh, so oh. how romantic is this? Okay. So she had an inventing table at her house, like a it table even- that she created shit on, nice so howard was like oh my god i like you so much i'm gonna get you one for your trailer a small scale so that in between sets, you can work on stuff. Oh my it's goodness. goodness. Oh. But like, oh. so, I think it's so funny. Like, that's what, like, oh, how romantic. I'm like, romance, give me some food and like <laughs> fucking chocolate. They're like, I want an inventing table. Science. <laughs> All
2: the science, you know. How, that's so cute it though. Is because so cute. like, it's he cute. really thought about
0: like what she would yes. need. and yes. Like, it's got not that like, for
2: her, I'm going right. to
0: leave you an extra set of jewelry. It's like, no, here's an inventing table. Here's another table. table oh, so Fuck flowers, man. Create I like flowers,
2: shit.
0: though. yeah. Okay. I'm so torn between flowers because it's like on one hand this
2: bitch is gonna die in it's a few true. days. It's true. I like. <sighs> I don't like getting flowers all the time, but I like it when it's like random. It's like you came, came home from flowers? work today and here's some flowers. Oh, no. you know, like, I do I like them for my birthday. That's cute. That's it. That's cute. Fuck flowers. Give me tacos. I
0: don't I even know. know where you're gonna start and stop that to cut <laughs> all of that. <laughs> I out. don't know.
2: We're just gonna we're gonna stop right here. Hi. Hi. Okay. You ready? <laughs> all right. Here we go. <clears throat> <laughs>
0: excuse no. our brief intermission. I'm sure Hannah and or Christian just cut out everything that happened, but we're back. I'm crying. We were just laughing so hard for no damn reason. My face is red. Yeah. I feel like. But we're here. Are you here for us? We felt like you wouldn't have appreciated laughing for
2: five minutes straight, so.
0: Alright. Here we go. Here we go. <sighs> Howard Hughes designed your place. What? Did he? That was a <laughs> <stick>. <laughs> he wanted to build the fastest airplanes and sell them to the Air Force and he took Hetty to where these were created and he told her oh, cool. <laughs> and I quote hey baby you wanna invent shit? <laughs> <laughs> let my scientists help you baby <laughs> exact fucking quote <laughs> and gave her Oh, and gave her full <laughs> access to his people, all of his scientists. To um, awesome. Yeah, and it was, yeah, it was pretty great. Now she basically was able to really, like, put things into workings and, like, actually create more than just what she could do at her table.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And one of the coolest fucking things that she helped with was the design of his airplanes. Ooh. This shit was wild. I watched this video, like, ten times. She, th- she said they were too fucking slow. Oh. She was like, they're too slow, <laughs> ya <You> fuck, <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's because the way the wings were shaped. Alright, okay. All right, everybody, close your eyes. Envision an airplane, okay? okay Everyone, okay. if you're driving, please don't close your eyes, okay? Airplane, arms out. Airplane. You know how the wings have a tip, like a triangle now?
2: Yeah.
0: Hughes designed them square.
2: What?
0: Yeah. What? So now take that tip, just the tip, and turn it into a fucking square. That's how his airplanes were designed. So instead of
1: being like like a triangle, triangle, it was a square. It
0: was a fucking square. Hetty was like, "Bruh, like this shit sucks." Okay, Dude, she, she changed she airplanes. It. She didn't say this shit sucks, but she's like, "This it's too so. It's not gonna work." So she bought a book, okay, of "Fish and Birds," and she took the fastest fish and the fastest bird and drew them on top of each other. Oh my god! And showed these to him, and she was basically like, "Dude, like this is or." Er-
1: Ergonomic- ergonomically
0: you. it makes sense like this makes sense to do it this way yeah and he was like yo you're a motherfucking genius <laughs> so I'm gonna have to redo this and he did Some something that she was able to invent with the help of his scientists was a fist cube of Coca-Cola so she said that during the war, so the soldiers and the workers, they didn't have access to Coca-Cola because, well, okay. war. So she created this tablet that was supposed to dissolve oh, in water, and then boom, you got Coca-Cola. But dang. but oh, she didn't oh. she didn't take into account that like every apparently every state has a different type of water, a different type of strength oh, in it. Oh yeah. So they didn't dissolve all the fa- all the same way, and she said it was kind of a fail. Like oh, it was okay. one of her. She called it. Um, her words, one of her biggest invention boo-boos.
2: Okay. Wow.
0: So, and that reminds me actually kind of like, not the invention fail boo-boo, but the water, like, you know, have you guys heard like- the, Hard water versus like- earth. Well, that bagels are better in New York because of the oh, water. Oh, yes. Yeah. I have heard that. So, I'd or ask my dad. it's just like
2: New Yorkers hmm. being New Yorkers.
0: Probably. I'd ask my dad, but he thinks everything is better in New York,
2: so <laughs> it'd be totally pointless.
0: I'd be like, dad, the rats are so much better. He'd be like, No! You haven't seen the rats in New York. <laughs> the rats in New York. The
2: rats in New York are massive. Alright, Dad. Cool. That's fine. No, I love that dude. <laughs> so, I love that dude.
0: That's my that's my guy. That's my daddy. So all of that, that that beginning, everything, everything, everything to finally get to wireless communication. Okay. So in 1940. Hetty met composer George Antile at a party. Now, his last name was said, like, every interview that I watched was said a bunch of different ways. I Mm -hmm. went with the one way that I heard that I could actually remember, and that's Antile. So, Mm -hmm. if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly, hey, this is how they said it on YouTube. Antile. Antile. You can at YouTube. Yeah, you can at fucking YouTube, okay? Mm -hmm. So, naturally, I feel like everyone that, every important uh, figure in... Hedy's life was not only one thing, but they were also some sort of inventor. So he was also an inventor, and he received a French patent in 1924, so 20-something years before he met Hedy, Mm -hmm. um, and it was for... I decided whether or not I was going to attempt to (laughs) fuck up this name in French, so I decided I am going to attempt (laughs) to fuck up this name in French. Are y'all ready? (laughs) Apparel et papier et l'escription de la musique. How'd I do? How'd I do? That was awesome. That was, awful. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the French are not offended I at know, all. No, not at all. Nailed also, it. if you are French, uh, I'm, so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. sorry. It's um, no, no, mean to We're making fun of our own stupidness. So there we go. You guys are wonderful, wonderful. Okay.
1: Somebody come! Oh my god! <laughs> One episode. Every single
0: Friends. episode.
2: Get
0: out! <laughs> <laughs> so. What the hell was that? I don't know. No, I'm saying like what? What? What is that? What did we just oh. say? It no, is an ele- music. Yeah, it is an electrical apparatus that made contact with the piano keyboard <laughs> oh. and recorded the notes played on a moving roll of paper. This also plays a role in their invention. So, okay, and it's reminiscent of a 19th century telegraph registers and player panels, like like you. Bam. Just said, so. Yes. <clears throat> so they met at this party and. Hetty and George got to talking hey. about their ideas and their inventions. Their ideas. And their ideas and their inventions. <laughs> and they bonded over their love for creating things other than movie and music. Again, okay. very intellectual people mm-hmm. that saw past the superficial, you know, uh-huh. of yeah. the superficialness of their jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they became friends. And according to Antile, he said, quote, we began talking about the war, which in the late summer of 1940 was looking most extremely black. Kitty said that she did not feel comfortable sitting there in Hollywood and making lots of money when things were uh, in such a state. Like yeah. she's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. She said that she knew a great deal about munitions and various secret weapons. Mm-hmm. You know, and she was seriously thinking of quitting MGM. Who's playing footsies with me? <coughs> it is not me. Mm-hmm. My feet are. right here. Mm-hmm. I'm,
1: I'm moving the. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whatever. Okay, just play
0: with my feet, Evelyn. You know, no, okay. I
1: have not touched your feet. I'm touching the carpet. See, Evelyn yeah. is a yeah. foot person. She's
0: she a has foot person. a foot
2: finish. <laughs> Do not! <laughs> put that out
0: there! <laughs> <laughs> that was really aggressive. Hey, if you have a foot fetish, more power you, Cool. But it's not me, It's, <laughs> it's me. No! Alright, so Anne, that she was seriously thinking of quitting MGM and going to Washington, D.C. to offer her services to the newly established Inventors Council. So, cough, cough, <clears throat> her knowledge from the Nazis... Boom, right there when she okay. said that she had good deal about munitions and various secret weapons. And fun fact, she actually did leave MGM in 1945 and created her own production company, oh, being no. the first female producer ever. Yes. Yes. She just is like constantly like figuring out ways to just keep going, yeah, you know. Like I
2: love that. Even
0: though she kind of followed the status quo, I feel like she still did it like on her own terms. Yeah. Right, yeah. But I looked up to see if this production company was still going and uh, I don't think it lost, it really lasted that long yeah. but she was That's, still the first woman she to still did it at yeah one time yeah when she talked to him about her ex-husband you know she let him know that yo mandel did some sketch sketchy skeech- 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 <laughs> um with the damn nazi officials and damn. she let him know that you know hey i heard these conversations right and that she let him know of the conversations that were being had and how they often centered around the search for technology to guide torpedoes the nazis Talking okay. about that, which Dang. is kind of scary. Very. So she believed that allies could defeat Germany by sinking enemy ships with radio-controlled torpedoes. Oh. Their effectiveness was dependent on preventing um, these torpedo torpedoes from being thrown off course by just the interrupting, the like jamming it. So okay. they didn't want. She was yeah, afraid yeah. that the enemies were going to be like, you know, oh fuck, we need to make sure this doesn't happen. I'm going to go poop boop boop in a computer, and the torpedo is yeah. going to go, you know. So shortly after this, so she talked to him, you know, about all this. And then shortly after that, they started to work on this invention that Heidi had had on her mind for forever and a day. And that's that radio guided torpedo would synchronize anti-jamming frequency hopping. She realized that it could be possible to basically block enemies from jamming the torpedo frequency if the transmitter and the receiver were constantly hopping from one frequency to another. Like, oh. if it kept doing this, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be able to catch on to the frequency yeah. and jam the torpedo. Oh, That's so um, and, Wow. Yeah. So if it was constantly changing and constantly hopping, it would be difficult, what I just said, to, to jam that connection. Right. Yeah. The problem that she had was the transmitter and the receiver, they had to work at the same exact time. Okay. One couldn't be going while the other uh-huh. one was doing whatever. Couldn't figure out how to do that, how okay. to make that work. Right. So this is where Antile came into play. Ooh. Okay. okay. Um, so Antal had experience with making machines talk to each other, at least trying to, and he created this this piece called Ballet Mechanique. Have you heard of it? Oh no. Okay. It's like a mechanical ballet. No. Well, what that it means? was a, it was a composition. It was a, a score of music. Oh. Um, and it was one of his most innovative innovative pieces that he created, and it was in, it was ahead way 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 ahead. Like I feel like these two <clears throat> these two people were just. I think they were good for their time, but I also think if they were, like, born now,
2: yeah, they, they could probably,
0: have... oh my gosh, they would probably do so much for technology. Mm-hmm. But also, it's kind of good that they were born then, because so they, they did push yeah, what we yeah, have Exactly. Now, yeah. So, it was originally scored for 16 synchronized player pianos, and okay. you mentioned this, but if you don't know what a player piano is, mm-hmm. it, it plays by itself. Yeah. And so, 16 synchronized player pianos accompanied by two grand... P- pianos that were actually played by people. Okay. Three xylophones, oh four bass drums, a gong, three airplane propellers, seven electric bells, and a siren. What? That?
1: That's the composition? That, Yeah,
0: that's what he originally created it for. Oh. But okay. it was impossible to do that because they didn't have the technology for that. Right. So these days, we can just throw everything on a freaking soundboard and then boom, 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 yeah, you know, yeah. and then it yeah, can yeah. all play together. But keeping 16 player pianos in sync, mm-hmm. connected by cables to a master key, like, that's just, that, yeah, th- yeah. that shit just didn't exist, so he rescored the piece with fewer pianos for its debut in Paris in 1926, mm-hmm. and it, it was a, a fucking hit, it was right, like, right. oh my god, this oh is gosh, amazing, yeah. I mean, I was reading that and I was like, I had to break this down, like, with every single thing that he scored it for, I'm like, that's holy crazy. shit, three airplane propellers, the fuck, like, like gonna where, find where did he get that? Exactly. that from, oh my gosh, so... Yeah, and what is awesome. there? Does someone do that and like put it online? Because I would be it's so online. Intrigued. Yeah, if you go to YouTube, you can find the it, it's a yeah, it's out there. It's a score. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, what really helped them develop this idea was actually those plain pianos. Yeah, they have a paper scroll that's perforated and has like programmed music mm-hmm. on it, electrical, electro mechanical mechanism. Mm-hmm. And um, this piano worked off of those constantly changing frequencies. <laughs> so Antal thought he's like hey yo <laughs> i really wish they Ayo. talked like this, like, oh, this Ayo. so great he was like they hey, did it you know. their own way <laughs> yeah i know hello oh. oh my gosh i don't know why just immediately british. It's british but he was like if piano keys can do this if a player piano can do this right. why can't we do this with radio frequency?" that makes sense yeah so they took everything that haiti had already Hetty had already created everything that she knew about weapons and then they took his knowledge, okay, and we mushed whoosh. it together. Yes, and so this it is the together. person
1: that. So yes, oh, I
0: apologize. I'm terrible. If I didn't already say George Antile was her co creator for this wireless system. Okay. So, yes. yes, 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 and she just met him at Did a party. They, like,
1: but they, were they like married? So or? no,
0: it said that they were romantic. They may have been romantically involved, but I yeah, think it was just like... one of those things, like with Howard Hughes. Oh, that they just, just vibed, vibed mentally <laughs> so they were like oh, okay yeah i guess you like i you, love you
1: cuz of your brain right? but i'm not attracted yeah. to see you right
0: exactly makes sense. yeah yeah so they took that knowledge mm-hmm. both the transmitter and receiver hopped simultaneously at short random time intervals mm-hmm. and if anyone attempted to jam it it wouldn't work. Right. If it did work, it was super temporary. Okay. And they specified up to 88 frequency changes, which was their nod to the 88 keys on a piano. Really awesome. And I know I keep, like, repeating just what they did, and I actually put that in there several times for myself because it took me a second to try and just compute exactly what the hell they created. Yeah. You know, after watching so many videos and writing, 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 it may seem simple, but I was just like, What exactly are they trying to do? Oh, torpedoes, make sure people don't fuck those up so that we can win the war. So they uh, submitted this idea and they submitted the sketches to the uh, National Inventors Council, which is a clearinghouse for military and defense um, inventions submitted by civilians. So if you were a civilian and you designed or created some shit, they were like, hey, I think the military could use this. You could submit it to the National Inventors Council. Oh, cool. Um, And they did that at the end of 1940. And they got pretty good feedback. Mm. Uh, They were like, yo, this shit is dope. Keep it up. Keep this shit up. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. So they refined it, and then they took this and received a patent for it in 1941. Okay. Cool. So they did yeah. get the patent. The patent shows uh, their drawings for it, actually pretty cool, mm-hmm. because they, since they based it off of the playing piano, that's what they put in the, the patent, mm-hmm. the scroll. And according to uh, inventions.edu, it describes a clockwork mechanism that could be used to ensure that the transmitter and receiver tapes start at the exact same moment. Because remember, in order for this to work... It needs to start at the same time. I hope you guys can't see my hand (sighs) gestures, but I'm very animated when I talk and it helps me. (laughs) And any deviation from a simultaneous start would have prevented that synchronization. Mm -hmm. So in addition to the tape-driven frequency hopping, the patent also outlines a method for sending false signals that further enhance the anti- oh wow like this shit was this shit was legit you know it was so not only
1: is it bouncing it's also sending faults yeah
0: sending back like we're here we're here we're we're on the 86 frequency just 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 kidding yeah (laughs) exactly so this is freaking awesome now we listened to and we're like oh my god like military yes this is something you should utilize but they actually presented it to the US Navy and they were like the fuck what the fuck what the fuck is this no no, we don't want it. And they they didn't it want it. They didn't want it. And Antel said, they, they meaning the U.S. Navy, mm-hmm. said that the mechanism we proposed was too bulky to be incorporated uh. in the average torpedo. He, he goes on to say, I know, or I think I know, why they said that. The reverend and brass-hatted gentleman in Washington who examined our invention read no further than the words, player, piano.
2: My, God. Oh. he said, this fucker. Mm. He said,
0: my God, I can see them saying, we can't put a player piano into a torpedo. And That's actually what I was thinking too, and I and I put it in here that I think because the patent right was it had the player piano and yeah. that oh, I just hit the pop filter um that that's why the U.S. Navy like they didn't take it seriously yeah. right so and I also think. And probably not, but because it was a woman's name on there, and she was an actress, mm-hmm. they're probably like, "Who the fuck is this famous
2: actress doing?" Yeah, trying to make this this type of thing for us. So, and I feel like people in general just don't like change. Yes. So. Oh, that
0: too. Right. Yeah. It's like you and they could have. And I, I read somewhere that it's like if they had taken this on mm-hmm. and tried to use it, it would have helped them at work during the time. Well, does that in makes sense? Scenes, yeah. You know, but yeah. y'all mean a hot you. Yeah. Okay, so after this and this. <laughs> I said, in my head, I was about to say, after this injection. <laughs> not an but injection. It's not an injection. injection. of what? After this, well, you know. Um, it's after <laughs> well, this know. rejection. Uh-huh. They kind of just moved on with their lives. They didn't, you know, I thought it was going to be this, like, fight to the to the end to try and get it, but no, she went back to movies, he went okay. back to composing, and... Um, wow! Yeah, I wish I had That's something so more sad. exciting, but yeah. it, it kind of just sucks that it was. Well, they were just like, "Well, there's nothing we can do." No, yeah. exactly. There is nothing. They had the patent for it. No one could do anything with it because it was their patent. But the patent actually eventually. Who's playing footsies with me? I'm sorry. That wasn't made this time. y'all. You might be over here now. <laughs> You're gonna get a lot of fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! TBA Evelyn Evelynian and her.
2: Just kidding, guys. She doesn't have one. It's actually Sherilyn. It's actually me. That's me. I love nasty feet. (laughs) (laughs) Their patent
0: eventually expired in 1959, and sadly, that's the same year that Antile died. (gasps) Yeah. With the patent expiring, that basically meant that anyone could use it at that point, and that's what happened. It was first implemented on naval ships during the Cuban Missile Crisis and subsequently emerged in numerous military um, applications. Oh, so,
1: you know, what they invented it for, it actually got
0: used. Fuck it whenever we wanted to give it to you then, but oh, because it's free game now, and the patent is, like, hidden, we're just gonna, we're gonna, oh, this is actually a good idea. After it was rejected, though, uh, Lamar,
2: Lamar, Hedy
0: him. yeah <laughs> hetty tried to join the National inventors Council she was allegedly told by the the chairman the head guy that she would mm-hmm. be better she would better to serve her country by selling war bonds and if you don't know what war bonds are mm-hmm. those are according to Wikipedia bond securities issued by the government to finance military operations and okay. other expenditure in times of war so it's like hey, Uh, I know you tried to contribute to the war war by creating something for us that can actually fucking help us, but now, you know, screw that. Use your pretty little face to sell these war bonds. Oh, okay. And she, you know, she sold was like, these no. war bonds. She, she did, did do she it. She did, she oh. did, to try the. I guess this may have been her way of like trying to contribute in some way, shape, or form. Oh,
2: freaking! That makes so much sense that they knew each other. Um, so I'm sorry, George Antheil mm-hmm. and her, because he was a composer for film. Oh, oh yeah.
0: Well, they would. They met at a party. Okay. At a Hollywood party. Okay, so that makes that, so yeah. much sense now. Hetty and Antal received zero credit That's for terrible. Their, this invention until around 1997 when okay. the patent was uh, was found. Okay. And then in 1997, they were honored with the Electronic Frontier Foundation Pioneer Award. And then later in the same year, she became the first female recipient of the Bluebe. The Blooby, Yeah, Bloobie. Or,
1: or Bulby, I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: wrong. The bulb. yeah, yeah, Bulby. Yeah, Bulby Award. So and this is the NAS Spirit of Achievement Award, a prestigious lifetime accomplishment. Co- <sighs> Accomplishments? A compliment. Somebody come get me. <laughs> a prestigious lifetime accomplishment prize for inventors. It's basically dubbed the Oscars of Inventing. Ooh, oh, and, yeah, when she received that, her response was, It's about time. Oh (laughs) she she got it. Yeah. So she moving you know, moving forward she moved to Orlando in the '90s and mm-hmm. she stayed out of the spotlight. Oh, in she the kind 90s. of yeah. She kind of became <gasps> cool. a recluse. Well, she moved outside of Orlando okay. and she kind of became a recluse. She wanted to stay out of the spotlight and she yeah. passed away in um, January of 2000. So oh, yeah, she lived. Wow, yeah, she was born in 1914 and she passed away in 2000. Like she, 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 like, sucked, yeah. like, she 80, was like, not a long was it like 80 or 90. But she was able to see kind of like the, 86. Nice the startup of yeah, the internet and everything, yeah. which without her being like creating this base this foundation it wouldn't it wouldn't have happened or it would have maybe have happened later yeah so yeah and she I mean I didn't want to mention this but I feel like some people are like you're not gonna you're not telling you know how she was she did afterwards have a few run-ins with the law
2: like Uh
0: she like like, in the 60s and then in the 90s like shoplifted or something but she wasn't convicted she did uh, in the 90s Uh or the 80s I can't remember stuff um, from drug abuse, Aww. but I don't want that. The reason why I not want to, I didn't want to bring it up, was what just did, because yeah. I don't wanted to just take away that's from not, what right, she no. did. You know, that's not who she was yeah. at all. And it I just sucks that she had a go to that yeah. to do those things. Yeah. yeah, and I will say, or something funny to add was, you know, she was she was no stranger to plastic surgery. If you see pictures of her later in life, mm-hmm. uh, she just that was very big at its time, like yeah. in the nineties. But she would actually make suggestions to the doctors on how to improve those techniques. Oh, my and God. And those techniques and other right. ideas that she had actually became common methods of plastic surgery Oh, the my I God. I don't know what like, specifically it what was, right. but, like, just constantly. Can you like, imagine? I know. He's like, I
1: know you're about to cut my face and, like, do plastic surgery, but can you,
2: like, do this instead? And, yeah.
0: And he's like, what the fuck? I mean, okay, I guess. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh, you had a point. What else
2: this, do you have to say? Yeah. Although, somebody's, like, cutting my face... Face, I would kind of want input to <laughs> This is true. You
1: know that thing? I invented that. It's fine. Yeah. The GPS on your phone? Yeah, I got it.
0: So, you know, she was, she was so much more than just that beautiful face. She right. That's insane. She was a fucking genius. Yeah. Like, probably go toe to toe with Einstein. I don't know. One of the things that she said also, it was a beauty, it was about herself regarding beauty. She said, mm-hmm. any girl can look glamorous. All you have to do is stand still and look stupid. You know because yeah. that's literally oh, that's all she did. that's yeah. all she had to do you know and yeah. imagine someone of her intelligence being in that 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 spotlight it's like yeah. okay, I'm beautiful, but literally all the fuck I'm doing is standing here yeah you, you know like how yeah. I guess I'm glamorous so yeah, yeah a couple of quotes. <laughs> <laughs> this pop filter does not want to stay dude a couple of quotes <laughs> that I wanted to mention that are relatable probably doesn't have it actually doesn't have anything to do with her invention, but I was like, yo, I feel this so much. <laughs> She said, I advise everybody not to save. Spend your money. Most people save all yeah. their lives oh. and leave it to somebody else. Money is to be enjoyed.
2: Oh my Yay! god! We literally had this <laughs> yes, conversation. We did, yes!
0: Oh so, one of the things that we talked about, and we are digressing, but bear with us. Y'all know, if you're listening, if you are here so far, you know how what happens during these talks. <laughs> if sets. this
2: is your first time, yeah. I'm so sorry. So sorry. So not sorry. You know, this happens a lot.
0: <laughs> my husband is he's very is the frugal like he he's all about saving the money like uh he he wants to save he doesn't really like spending whereas I I'm on the opposite it's not that I don't like to save but if I want it I'm going to get it and for me that have that is attributed to me growing up like my parents were very tight with their money we never went out to eat they never I had a good childhood but we never went out to eat it was a special occasion anytime they were like okay we're gonna go to a diner I'm like oh my god this is amazing you know yeah same so, but I knew, and, and they always bought, like, off-brand things, you know, that RC Cola, and, and that's so minute, but I remember, like, me getting older, I was like, when I make my own money, yeah. if I want a brand name fucking box of cereal, and I know that I can afford it, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, if you, you know, and that's, that's just me. I'm not saying that you should go and spend your money crazy, <laughs> you know, if you, if that's all you can afford, that's all you can afford, that's fine. That's fine. But as an yeah. adult, I was like, I'm going to get that, you know, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to do all this. So that was just the, that was just, that, that was, was, just, that was and it. And that's how that I it. feel
2: about it too. It's like, also, you don't know when you're going to die. Mm. So like, you could have like spent all of your lifetime, like just saving. like saving everything. And then at the end of your life, you never get got to enjoy exactly. it. So, exactly. And that's what she said money you know? is meant to be enjoyed right. so obviously like don't go and just spend all your fucking if you fucking don't have shit. it you know, don't, don't, do don't that. be stupid yeah. about it but, but like but if, you, if you want to enjoy something just I'm enjoy. on both ends yeah. I like
1: to save my money so I can go on trips yeah. and then yeah, but I that, all my whole money
2: whole reason behind that Yeah, thing, you know what I mean but like,
1: I'm not like I'm the same way I'm not gonna go and buy the cheapest brand of cereal like yeah. I'm gonna get the brand that I like mm-hmm. because it tastes good to me and
0: that has your financial minute
1: with
2: Financial advice for yeah. tv <laughs> Please
1: don't go spend all your money. Please
0: don't spend all your money. Just yes. be responsible with it. If you it, want yeah. brand name cereal, buy your brand name cereal. Yeah. So another quote that she had was, I think women are concerned too much with their clothes. Men don't really care that much about their clothes. If they like a girl, chances are they'll like her clothes. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> yeah. And I just like that because that's also, that reminded me of The Ring. And, yeah. And, you know, just like, who... Who, who the fuck cares? Which is funny coming from somebody in Hollywood that That's could. so
2: glamorous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's
0: like, who the fuck? That's sick. Whatever. But, alright, to end all of this, um, I heard her. This poem that I'm going to read to you guys, Ooh. actually while I was watching one of her um, biography videos, mm-hmm. but this is a poem by Kent and Keith that she um, read to her children, she did have kids, I think it's, and I thought she was the one that created it, but it's so perfect and it's so her and it's called The Paradoxal Commandment. so bear with me while
2: I try to read it. The Paradoxal Commandments. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: it's, it just, it had me right in the feels, so people are illogical, unreasonable, and, un- and self-centered. Love them anyway. If you do good, people will accuse you of selfish ulterior motives. Do good anyway. If you are successful, you will win false friends and true enemies. Succeed anyway. The good you do today will be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Honesty and frankness make you vulnerable. Be honest and frank anyway. The biggest men and women with the biggest ideas can be shot down by the Mm -hmm. smallest men and women with the smallest minds. Think Big anyway. Oh, that one. Yep. Mm -hmm. People favor underdogs, but follow only top dogs. Mm. Fight for the few underdogs anyway. What you spend years building may be destroyed overnight. True. Build anyway. People really need help, but may attack you if you help them. Help people anyway. Give the world the best you have, and you'll get kicked in the teeth. Give the world the best you have anyway. Wow. And that was Hedy Lamar, guys. I
1: Woohoo! That's it. awesome! I love it so yeah. much. Welcome to so, our wall Listen, that so, Yeah,
0: welcome to our world uh, Our wall girl, of baddies. You I'm feeling that tequila shot? Yeah, girl. It's <laughs> awesome. whoa, 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 whoa. I feel like I want to get that, those paradoxical commitments, like, on a fucking it's, thing. and I love you, it. you have it pulled up? I do. And just everything just, that could knock you down, just fuck do it. it. keep going. Yeah. Keep doing it. It doesn't yeah. matter. And... and I think I related to that on a personal level because um, I just, I don't know, like I feel like you're, I'm, I'm constantly like doubting myself, you right. know? Like, uh, like anybody, no, I, like I, I, everybody, yeah. you know, you doubt yourself, um, you don't think you're good enough or you think you're being judged mm-hmm. and for the most part I'm like, I don't give a fuck, but I think yeah. I've said before most of my life, people try to quiet me down. Yeah. Because I am who I am. Yeah. Right. And um, I would. I would be quiet and, and be all that. But now that I'm in... <laughs> you What? You're I'm In your 30s. Now that I'm in, thirties, I'm in are, my early 30s. Now that you started, thirties, started your 30s. <laughs> I didn't really start to say, fuck it, you know, fuck them until, like, my late 20s. So... Yeah. Um, Yeah, and it's just it it helps re reinstate that feeling in you Mm -hmm. to just like you you're good enough and keep going no matter what. Someone punches you in the face, get back up and walk right past them. You know, so I love it. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. That was awesome. awesome. Yeah, she's she's absolutely fantastic. I I want to. There's actually a biography, a movie Mm -hmm. made that Mm -hmm. I didn't have a chance to watch, um, but it's called Bombshell okay and it's her Did story I Oh, yeah cool. and I, yeah. I, I i am going to watch it at some point after this and i highly encourage you guys to watch it but yeah. Yeah. <sighs> thanks I guys for sticking it. with us yeah, and I if know. you have any
1: suggestions for any woman for yeah. us to do please mention them in the comments or write it mm-hmm. in our gmail All
2: right, so if you want to catch up with us in any form of social media, just (laughs) go rate it out, Tipsy Broad History Podcast. You'll find us anywhere, including Instagram, Facebook, and our Gmail is going to be tipsy Podcast at (laughs) gmail.com. The only one that's different is Twitter, and that's tipsybhpodcast. We had to make it short. Give
1: us suggestions. All right, guys. All right, guys. guys we'll day. see you next week. Thank you. Bye. check
0: out our What's something super basic?
1: You. Oh. It's going to be like this.
2: This is a podcast created by responsible of drinking age adults.
1: Please drink responsibly. You must be over the age of 21 and do not drink and drive. Your tipsy broad history hosts all live in the same neighborhood and were able to simply walk home after our recording. Tipsy Broad History and its hosts do not support or condone the overconsumption, abuse, or irresponsible use of
2: alcohol. Tipsy Broad History is not intended for promoting alcohol abuse, binge drinking, underage drinking, or any other forms of abuse and irresponsible alcohol consumption.
0: Additionally, please note we are not historians and do not claim to be history buffs. We are just a couple of friends that want to bring light to women in history. And we just so happen to do that a little tipsy.